Hey guys, welcome to the Fit Town Show. This is Coach Andrew with one of our guests today, our member, Lindsay Schutz. Uh, we're gonna be talking about her journey. Uh, she's lost a ton of weight with us, huge transformation, and just one of the best members at Fit Town, someone that has so many amazing things to share and offer to you guys. So I'm really excited for today's podcast to have Lindsay on. And I want to kick it off. Uh, you got to real. If you want to know Lindsay well, you got to know her dad jokes. All right. So we're gonna kick it They're off with some dad jokes, jokes. First of all. They're, yeah, that's true. They're they, mom jokes. They are. Okay. Well, I'm gonna call them mom jokes. Okay. So I'm gonna start. <laughs> I looked up a couple online. So I'm gonna start with my dad jokes. Is what's the best way to watch a fishing tournament? What? Live stream. <laughs> so stupid. I so earlier today, I, I burned two thousand calories earlier today. I left my food in the oven for too long. <laughs> well, I have one, and it's, why is it a good idea to have a party at a haunted house? Why? Because the ghosts bring all the booze. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here all week. <laughs> all right, now that we got that out of the way, you guys understand Lindsay on a deeper level. She is the queen of dad jokes, mom jokes, and... Uh, gifts and memes if you follow her on social media or SugarWad. Um, she is also an amazing athlete, um, had an incredible transformation. She's also a doctor. So tell us a little bit more just about yourself so we can kind of understand the Lindsay beyond the dad jokes. Well, the doctor uh, aspect comes from being a nurse, actually, and that's kind of confusing to a lot of people, but like you get your doctorate, your PhD in education, your doctor so-and-so, but in education, but in the medical world, I have my doctorate in nursing, so I technically am Dr. Shoots, but I go by Lindsay because, I don't know, I just like to be Lindsay. Um, so yeah, I am a primary care nurse practitioner. I take care of a lot of patients in our, or a lot of people in our community, and I am a sucker for nutrition and exercise as being prescribed. Uh, of course, there's other things that play a role in that, but I just think that's such an underused and undervalued part of our of our world right now. Um, mm -hmm. So that's that. And then athletics-wise, I just I've played sports since I could walk. Um, I played golf, soccer, played flag football. Um, I love anything that's competitive because winning's fun. <laughs> but it's just I don't know. I just fun to compete, especially now here with all of the people that I work out with. Just love. It's just fun. I like being in a team mm -hmm. setting and, and I like being coached. I just, I feel like I'm pretty coachable and I like it. I like the guidance. Cool. And you're married. You have I am daughter. married. Yeah. I have my husband, Matt, and my daughter, Ryan. She'll be four in November. And she, during the whole COVID shutdown, she saw my home workouts and now she comes out every time I'm working out at home and she'll do, she calls them up downs, but they're burpees. Yeah. <laughs> and then she'll do her jump rope where she's like going like this, but jumping completely different, <laughs> adorable. Um, so it's, I just really, it gives me pride knowing that I'm passing that along to her. So that's, yeah, we fish, we, we fish a lot. I mean, that's pretty much our boating. Being out on the water is our favorite thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So I wanted to talk about your journey. I think you have, you have so much good to offer to people that, that want to follow a similar path in your mm -hmm. footsteps. And I think people always want to know, like, well, what is the transformation? What do the numbers look like? Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about, like, how much have you lost over the years? And, and what other things have you noticed uh, benefits-wise as part of the changes you've made? Um, over the years, I've just yo-yoed 
I mean, I've done every crazy fad diet you can think of, um, thinking it was the new best way to lose weight and just failing. But it wasn't a fail because I just kept going um, and I learned from all those places where I just got stuck. Um, and then finally, I got just so frustrated with myself and my just cyclical of gaining, losing, gaining, losing. And I just said, look, I need to just go back to the basics. And me personally, macronutrients works for me. And I need, I need to know what I need to be eating for my goals. And I taught, I sought out that, that um, information. And from there, just stayed the course. I mean, that was, that's the biggest thing is with my patients and even with people like friends and family that want to know you only see day one and then you see now mm -hmm. and that whole journey in between has just been a huge up down up down of weight and that's fine but i stayed the course and i've gained weight i mean if you i'm a numbers nerd mm -hmm. i love data i love seeing graphs and stuff like that and i have a graph from day one to now and you'll see christmas holiday you'll see thanksgiving spike up you'll see my vacation spike up but the whole linear is down. Yeah. And ugh, I see pictures when I first walked in this door, I was 245 pounds around where I was. I hate even saying that, but it is what it is. And um, I'm fluctuating like 185 right now. I was at about 33% body fat. Now the lowest I've seen is 19, but that was before I had surgery. Mm -hmm. I'm about 21% um, mm -hmm. and at this point I'm just trying to get stronger. Um, and now that I've got it, it's, it's a routine now. Like I've gotten to the point where people will be like, well, how do you track this? Or how do you, if you want this thing out at the restaurant, I said I eat it. Because mm -hmm. if that's what I want, that's what I want right now. And I know that that's just one meal and it's not going to make or break me. Um, and I think that's just... I, I don't know, that's all I've got for that. <laughs> yeah, so when you walked in here on day one, that was pretty close to, to having Ryan, right? Like, pretty soon after that? Um, it was probably, she was born in 2017, and I walked in uh, two years. Two years, yeah. yeah. And I'd lost a little bit of weight with my fad, crazy, stupid, silly mm -hmm. diets. Um, and then just, I, my girlfriends, I've got a whole crew of girlfriends in here that um, kept, Lindsay, you should come in, you should come in, you should come in. I'm like, and I was that one that was like, no, let me lose a little bit more. Let me do a little mm. bit more outside of here because I'm not comfortable going in at the weight I'm at. That was me in my head. Um, and I finally said, well, I'm so miserable with how I look and how I feel. And I know that's that shows in my family life and everything like that. And I was like, I got to make a change. I got to do it. So I'll never forget walking in those doors. I remember the workout. There was running and there was burpees and there was biking. And I was five rounds. I did three and I said, I can't do anymore. <laughs> and I stopped. That was uh, Coach Zach was that day. Yeah. Um, and that was day one. And I've been, oh, not every day, but pretty much every day since. <laughs> yeah, now, now you're the person that's helping your friends and people you know to, to kind of nudge them over the hump to get them in the doors. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely try to get people to, it doesn't have to be here, just go do something, something active. Just get out of your house, especially with COVID and people, just people not going out and doing things. It's, it, you're doing so much harm to your mental health and physical health for that matter. Um, so yeah, I definitely try to get people, I'm a pusher, <laughs> if you didn't know. In a good way. In, in a, a good way, way, in a positive way. Yeah. So it sounds like you've had experience with yo-yo dieting and what you're doing now, which is, what's, what I love about what you're doing now is you have the proof, the data, mm -hmm. to show that it is not linear. You have lots of these moments where there are ups and downs. 
So what's the difference between what most people would categorize with yo-yo dieting, where I would have, I would say that they've they see short-term gains and drops, but in, over the long term, they're actually not seeing progress versus what you're doing. You still see short terms up, short-term ups and downs, but over the long term, you're progressing mm-hmm. in, a, in a positive trend. Yeah. What's the difference there? Is it a mindset? Like, what do you think is the change there? I know my mindset is really, I'm very determined if I have a goal. I, it's been my kryptonite, <laughs> so to say, for my whole life. Um, so that's one thing. When I get my mind on something, I'm going to do it. But with the data, I just took it as data. It wasn't, it didn't make or break me. Did I get frustrated sometimes if I didn't see the number I wanted to? Yes, but I still trust the process. And I think so many times you can do a 30-day challenge, a 60-day challenge, and you can do a lot of in that time frame. You absolutely can mm-hmm. transform your whole physique um, and how you feel. But if you don't know how you did that and you don't know like you can be told to eat this this time of day every single day but if you don't know how to do that on your own and you're only being told that and you don't get that you're going to just go back to what you're doing before because that's all you know it it took a lot of trial and error of meal prepping and finding uh foods that work um and i love rice cauliflower rice saved me through a lot of this and i don't (laughs) i hate it but i love it because it allowed me to get to my goals like you just if you don't know how to make it work after the challenge you you've gained nothing mm-hmm. and you're just going to go you're going to slowly go back to what you're doing before um and it's i think i i'm definitely guilty of that i've done all kinds of challenges and can drop weight like and look feel better but if you if i didn't know what to do afterwards the diet after the diet so to yeah. say i've been i've been heard that before the diet after the diet or the whatever after the diet what are you going to do and if you don't know you're bound to yo-yo and data shows that the more you yo-yo your metabolism takes such a hit that it does become harder to lose over time and people get frustrated and they just say well forget it i'm just gonna eat and drink what i always want to because i can't make any changes and you can it's just ugh. i wish so bad people could see the in between day one and now with me because it was not easy at all my friends can attest mm-hmm. when you have those because I've seen your graphs, you still have moments where you'll go weeks or even a month or more at a time where you're trending in a negative way, like negative meaning your weight's potentially going up for yeah. that period of time. How do you how do you work through those time periods? Like you know you know the bigger picture, you know the data, but it's st- I still got to imagine that it's tough when you're oh I'm five pounds up over the last three weeks, and this is heavier than I was three months ago, right? Because your trend is a long trend. It's right. years worth of trending. Yeah. How do you how do you handle those situations? How do you get yourself ba- back on track? I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but how do you get yourself going in a positive direction or just stay staying in a, a good frame of mind? That's my that's my mindset. I have to revert back to why am I doing it in the first place? And there's lots of reasons. Just my overall health is one, being active with my daughter and and husband and doing the things outside of work and gym that I want to do and overall longevity because patients I take care of were me at this age. And when I hear, well, I'm fine, I'm healthy, there's nothing wrong with me. Everyone has said that at eight, in their 30s and 40s and I see them in their 60s and 70s and they'll say, but I've always been healthy. But it's not it's not right now that I'm worried about. I'm looking down the road and if I don't make the changes now and and do what I need to do now, I will be those patients at 60 and 70 saying, I was always healthy. My blood work was great, but but you weren't making healthy choices and um, 
disease doesn't happen overnight. It happens over decades. And that's what, if you can instill it now, you'll be here for your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren, God willing, and stuff like that. So I think reverting back to why am I doing it in the first place gets me back on track. And again, I have a very stubborn determination and I want to succeed. It's, I mean, it got me through school. It got me to where I am right now in the gym, outside the gym. It's just, it's just a crazy mindset. I, I, I don't know. And I think it's good. I think you've done really well with that. I find a lot of people that have your mindset do really good when they have a finite goal. It's like, okay, I'm going to do a challenge. I'm going to transform myself over Mm -hmm. six months, three months, 60 days, but they don't really have that infinite mindset, which is like, I can never stop giving my health the time and attention it deserves. I will never get to the point where I've done so well with my health and nutrition over the last six months that I can stop paying attention to it. It's forever. And I think that's what you, that to me is sums up what you, your approach is. It's just like, I'm I'm never out of the game. doesn't matter what happens. I'm back in the game. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I'm never not going to live. I'm never not going to have Christmas dinners. I'm never not going to go on vacation and lounge on the beach and have fruity cocktails. I'm never not going to do that. That's part of what I like to do sometimes. And if that's, if I need to do ABCD in order to enjoy my life that way, then I'm going to do ABCD. I just happen to enjoy ABCD, which includes coming here and, and eating well. And I feel good when I eat well. I mean, I love all the foods. There's probably not a food I don't like. Um, I love them all, but I feel better when I'm fueling myself with what I should be and I can feel it when I don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any uh, good nutrition stuff? I know you're very much in the mindset of, hey, what works for you? is what you should do, but do you have any things that you found work for you that you like to share with patients, other people that are good go-to tips, anything that comes to mind for that? Um, I am a huge mindset. Whatever you do, you need to do it forever. You need to be able to maintain that. So there's a lot of really restrictive diets out there that if you can maintain it, by all means, do it. And if, and that's what you like, by all means, do it. I can't do that. I need a little bit of everything. I love my proteins. I love my potatoes and rice and I love vegetables. Vegetables were huge for me. Um, I'm not a huge fruit person. It's just, I don't know. It's not that I don't don't like it. I just don't want to waste my Mm -hmm. calories with that. Um, But vegetables, they were a huge filler. So I feel satiated. I feel full. I haven't hit my numbers really badly they taste good you can always make them taste delicious Mm -hmm. so I'm of the mindset I tell my patients all the time I will never tell you to not eat something or to remove something completely for your diet because you can eat it it's just a matter of reining it in if you need to (laughs) making it work when you like if you want to have a really bad meal don't make it a cheat weekend Mm -hmm. (laughs) make it a cheat meal um, and and just live your life because I just I love food too much to say I could never have carbs again or I could never eat fat again oh if I could never eat cheese again that would be horrible (laughs) (laughs) um you've been to a lot of different gyms and actually we didn't really talk about it but you did crossfit even before your day one here and and we're pretty into it and and did pretty well what is it about fit town specifically that works for you i love um just the intent i feel like that each day brings with the coaching with the workout i can see i can see the thought process behind a lot of it and i can appreciate that 
um, because there's a lot of there's tons of gyms out there that don't succeed and there's a reason and then there's reasons why yours do yours has succeeded and I think it's the community there's a, everyone's friendly in here the coaches are really approachable um, and I just I love the workouts <laughs> I love how hard they can be I love that there's days where it's just like a flow day um, I love that you guys incorporate we have a beach workout coming out uh, coming up soon um, I don't know. I just love walking in these doors every morning at 5.15 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the other big piece of it. The the 4.50 a.m. Yeah. the 5 a.m.s and um, you've done the early mornings. Yeah. Um, helped us helped us start the 4.50 a.m. I was fit. the president. I gave it off to Jess Leone. <laughs> um, let's talk about the injuries you face as well because, again, there's so many obstacles along the way. It's not just, hey, I had a bad weekend eating and, and my weight went up yeah. a little bit and I gotta fight through that. Yeah. It's, okay, I've faced injuries in the gym and other things, other obstacles that have come up. Talk us through injuries and, and your mindset, your approach to those and yeah. what you face. I think me being in the medical world gave me uh, an advantage than maybe someone who's not because I understood it a little bit more and I understood that, so me in particular, I had a bulging disc for years and years and years ago. I ended up herniating it and causing a lot of um, pain because I was pushing up on a nerve. So having tons of pain down my leg, um, hindsight, I don't know how I pushed through it, but I did. Um, and I knew Worse that- Worse than childbirth, right? Uh, that yeah, I would 100% go through childbirth <laughs> again, then do that again. Me personally, that was, uh, that was the worst ever. Um, yeah, and I just, I knew that if I stopped and stopped going to the gym and stopped being active, I knew it would make it worse. Um, I didn't feel good. I was in more pain when I wasn't moving and wasn't doing anything. I had to scale back everything over at FTX. I was not lifting a barbell. I wasn't touching a barbell. I think Zach Summers would have killed me if I did that. All the coaches knew. They were on me <laughs> like every single day. They were like, I like side eye, like, you sure you need to lift all that? <laughs> So I had to scale everything back there. I was seeing Zach. I was going to phys uh, doing physical therapy, um, doing all the things that I needed that I needed to do to get better. And I just started sliding backwards. And one day I couldn't walk, and I had to. It was right after Murph. Murph didn't do it. I felt <laughs> awesome during Murph. I actually know it did it. But anyways, I went to the ER, and they tried to do another epidural, and it did nothing. And I had surgery four days later. They took a piece of my disc out. It was pushing on the nerve, and I <laughs> felt immediate relief <laughs> afterwards. But then I'm not really starting from square one. Physically, I felt like I was, but I wasn't. Mentally, I had to start from square one because mm -hmm. in my mind, I knew six months ago I was PRing lifts over there. I was my my run times were getting better. Everything was. I had to I had to stop. I had to the first two weeks of post-op, my, the most walk, most I could do was walk. I was allowed mm -hmm. to walk around the neighborhood and I'll tell you, I walked a lot because that I had to, I had to stay active. And it took a lot of um, friends and coaches <laughs> to keep me in check <laughs> because my stubborn determination, I felt would have a good day and want to overdo it. And I had an, an incident where I felt it, felt my back go again and had to rein it back in again. Um, and just a lot of, frustration a lot of tears at times um, but today I just I just can't believe that June four months ago I was 
in fetal position in a bed in the hospital, yeah. not being able to walk. And it was like three weeks later, we were like, this is almost like instantly better. You weren't back doing full things, no. but it was crazy how quickly that surgery just kind of like worked for your body yeah. and it was what you needed and you were back at it. Yeah. How do you think about risk versus reward moving forward? I've dealt with back stuff before and like I still push myself, but it's just different in how I push myself. and. I think a lot about risk versus reward of, yeah, I could do this, but is it, you know, is that extra 10 pounds going to be worth the potential? Like, I don't feel like, okay, just because I did that, I will get hurt, but is it worth the potential risk of that thing? How do you think about it? Um, Zach Summers said uh, that still stays with me. um, Is it worth it? That's all he said. Is it worth it? Whatever I'm thinking in my head, is it worth it? Because if I'm questioning it, there's a reason I'm questioning it. And then I have to ask myself, is it worth it? It usually is not worth it. <laughs> Even though my ego, I've had to learn to, to check at the door and leave it there because I know I'm strong. I know I can lift weights. I know I can do that. I don't have to do that. Yeah. Um, and even still every day I have to challenge that because I still want to, I enjoy it. I, I can't run a form a four minute mile, but I can lift a lot of weights and that's my strength. And so it's tough to, it's tough to the ego to, to say, no, you need to rein it back. But at the end of the day, I need to live to my 60s, 70s, and 80s and be able to keep up with my daughter and, God willing, more kids down the road. Um, I need to pick up my daughter. when she The whole time post-op, my, Ryan would say, Mommy, can you pick me up now? And having to say, no, Mommy can't pick you up yet. Oh, it's because your back has a boo-boo. Yeah, it has a boo I hated that because she just wanted Mommy to pick her up, and I couldn't. So that's – I would – devastate me if I ever did something that wouldn't allow me to pick up my daughter or go fishing because I can't stand long enough or anything or practice as a nurse practitioner because I can't do what I need to do. So that's checking my ego and always asking myself, is it worth it? And it's usually not. I still have friends and coaches making sure I'm checking my ego too. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Um, From the doctor perspective, you see a lot of patients. You also have a lot of friends that you've you know, you're trying to convince to yeah. get in here at times, and maybe they're, they've seen your transformation and they're coming to you for advice. Like, what what are you trying to download into them? Like, what are you trying to pass along into them to get them to understand about this side of things, health and fitness and nutrition? And As far as, like, as far as in a primary care world or... Either one, whatever comes up to you. Like, what is, what is maybe the struggle you face? And, like, what is it that you're just, like, trying to get them to understand in in this whole journey it's it's the journey it's you you can't i wish i wish i could like transplant my thought process when it comes to it's not going to take overnight it's not didn't take overnight for you to get to this weight it's not going to take overnight weeks months not going to take months it's going to take a long time and it's that this is forever you can't just get to your goal weight or goal physique and say oh i've hit it let's go back to doing what i was doing before because you're slowly probably actually you will get back there quicker than you did before because i'm a nerd and i know that because of data and stuff like that and (laughs) but um i just i wish i wish they were just more patient um with the process because we too much of the world is quick go now change 60 day or 14 days and you can lose 100 pounds like if you if, if you see that run and then you've run away from that and you're running which is good it's exercise so i like how you slipped in a mom joke there that was good well. 
but yeah, patience. And I think that's that that was huge through my whole journey is patience because it was you injured your back, be patient. It's you've had surgery, be patient. It's you need to recover, be patient. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you're strong, but you're not there yet, be patient. Um, it's just be patient, be patient, be patient. And that's with nutrition. I've lost 50 plus pounds in two years. I didn't do that in three months. I did that in two years and I fluctuated a lot. Oh, don't throw away the scale. Use it as data. But if it's going to, it's, if it's going to elicit anxiety because you see a number and that triggers something in you, then don't, then don't. It's just a tool. For me, I love my numbers, so I do it every single day at the same time of day. <laughs> but for others, maybe it's once a week and you just eyeball it, okay, cool, keep going. Because if you, if you take track of that over time, you'll see that it goes down. There's way too many variables in life that will cause that fluctuation because it, it's not fat that you're gaining. Mm-hmm. It's water, it's what you ate, it's so, salt that you ate the night before, it's stress, it's women issues, it's all kinds of stuff that it could be, it's not fat. But that number just really throws people off. And if it's not what they think it is, they're done. They get frustrated and they're like, well, I'm just going to go eat whatever I want. <sighs> I wish they would just be more patient. Yeah, agreed. I very much agree with that. What goals do you have for the future? What are you still striving for? It doesn't necessarily have to be something specifically inside the gym, but what kind of keeps you motivated moving forward? Um, my, I would love to... <laughs> marry the nutrition and exercise and primary care because I just know that I would love to spend more time with my patients. Um, Granted, most of my patients are 65 and older, so if my 95-year-old patient says, well, I'm not going to give up my wine and bacon every day, (laughs) I am not going to argue with her because you got to 95 doing that, you stay doing that. But I want to reach the younger ones that do have a chance to make changes, um, and I want them to start now because you feel fine and you're healthy and everything's fine, your blood pressure's fine. You didn't gain weight overnight. You didn't get diabetes overnight. You didn't get high blood pressure overnight. It's been a slow progression forward. Um, And if I can get them to see the medical aspect with like lab work or whatever it may be, and then marry that with nutrition and exercise and stuff like that, they can see together that nutrition exercise is the main prescription. There's other things that can help as far as medication along the way, but if you don't have that, you're just missing such a huge part of it. And in a world that is so easy to take, I don't want to say it's uh, take the easy way out because um, there's patients that I, my last CrossFit coach that before here, one of the fittest guys I've ever known, cholesterol through the roof, blood pressure issues, is genetics. So medication can play a role in that, but he's doing everything that he possibly can in the gym and in nutrition that he can to, to stay healthy. And so many people aren't blessed with, with that knowledge. And I want to instill that with people earlier because I'm living proof that it's possible if you just be patient. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things I, I've always thought is really cool in our conversations together is your approach to your, your job and your profession of, of you, you, you seem to have a good balance of knowing when the doctor side should come in in terms of like medications mm-hmm. and things like that, but then also where the kind of the nutritionist side of yeah. things and hey, you have to you have to make some lifestyle changes. Mm-hmm. And I know from talking to you, it's an uphill battle yeah. with a lot of your clients to, it is. to get them to understand that. But I think it's cool that you're fighting for that and yeah. pushing for that. If I had a dollar for every time I had uh, someone ask me for diet pills, 
I would not need to work anymore. But I, I flat out tell them I do not prescribe them. I will not, I will not ever prescribe them. It's not an option for me. You can find someone that wants to or that will, but it's not me because there's way safer ways to do it and more maintainable ways of doing it. But yes, other medications, I think there plays, plays a role in helping bridge people because diabetes type two is reversible. Blood pressure issues are reversible. You can get off these meds, they're just helping you along the way. But if you don't stick to the nutrition and exercise aspect, then those pills will find their way back into your cabinet. And that's what mm -hmm. I hate. I love de-prescribing people. Oh, makes my heart so happy. <laughs> the last thing I want to end on was just for you, you were that person. You've had a lot of friends that were this person as well, which is they want to get started. They want to, you know, whether it be, I agree with you, whether they walk through these doors, they start running, they start doing something on their own. I'm all for it either way, yeah. right? Is there anything that you can share, any, any last words on, you know, something that can help someone take that first step that, that really is pretty close to being ready for a change, knows they need to make a change, but just like, is it just taking that first step? Is it more than that? Um, I think a lot of people, it is just taking the step, but I think there's a lot of people that need that, like my girlfriends brought me in. They need to find someone that maybe is of the mindset that they want to attain hmm. um, and go with them. And if it's here, if and if you're watching and you want to come in, come in with me, I'll go with you. <laughs> come work out with us. Um, but finding someone that is doing, is that you, they've met the goals that you would love yeah. to have as well and follow them and see what they do uh, and then you have that accountability you have that guidance because not everyone can do it on their own that's tough especially if you if you're coming in cold and you don't know any of no background in any of this that's that I love when people walk in these doors and they'll say I've never I've never done anything mm -hmm. like this before I said well number one you're awesome <laughs> because you walked in these doors because that takes a huge amount of courage to walk into those doors and you see people who have been doing it for years and, in, and are in shape. I just, I love those people, but not everyone's like that. Um, so just finding someone that you can be accountable with. Yeah. And learn from too. Mm -hmm. There's so much that is hard to know until you've seen someone and we don't spend 24 hours together, but I right. can, I can see what you sort of embody in your mindset and lifestyle that gets you to where you are. And then I can try to emulate that yeah. and incorporate those things into my life. So. Well, I appreciate you setting the example, Lindsay, and taking time to chat with us of and come course. on the podcast. So thank you so much. Thank, thank you for, for being an awesome me. member. Thank you. See you guys later.